Are you a woman in the middle? You're in the right place. I'm Susie Rosenstein, and you are listening to the Women in the Middle podcast, episode number three. Imagine living your life after 50 and feeling energized and excited about your future. Welcome to the Women in the Middle podcast, the podcast for women who are ready to figure out what they want and create the life they deserve. Here's your host and master certified life coach, Susie Rosenstein. Hey there, thanks so much for joining me for this week's episode, which is all about age and what we make that age mean. The timing couldn't be more perfect because it's my birthday week and I'm turning 54. I just took one of those what's your real age quizzes on Facebook and it said that my real age was 34. Not too shabby. Of course, this little quiz was based on personality questions and behavior questions. It wasn't scientific. I know that. But my immediate response, though, when I saw it was, awesome. I don't know about you, but I just can't believe I'm as old as I am, that I'm over 50. It's mind-boggling to me. So when I heard that my real age was 20 years younger than I was, I smiled. I thought it was a good thing. How do you feel about your age? Are you open about it? Are you proud of your age? Or are you worried about judgment from others? You know, that people might think you're too old to do certain things. Or maybe people might even judge based on their own perceptions of aging. As far as I can tell, midlife women are all over the map on this topic. And if you think about it, you probably know some friends who are very open, like when they turn 50 or they have a milestone birthday. I have some friends who are retired who they could care less about their age. And I have other friends who are a little bit older who are more sensitive about sharing their age. It's so interesting. Sometimes my thoughts and feelings catch me off guard when I remember that I'm 54. Then when I remember, I'm floored that I'm this old. Like, I find it jarring. I'm always wondering why I'm surprised, though. (laughs) Did I meet somebody early in my life that left a weird impression about aging? I don't remember anything unusual happening, so I really don't think that's it. When I think about my grandparents, they were like typical older people. They had their mobility. They got around. I remember going to see the ducks and going for walks. One of my grandmothers had a big garden that she managed, like huge. So they were living at home for most of their lives. But when I think about being in my 50s, it really does seem old to me. So with me, there's a disconnect between how old I feel and how old I am, just like the test results. I'm on to myself, though. It's the way I'm thinking about aging, and I'm I'm sure that this is going on with you, too, and I can't wait to hear from you what you think of your age. It's not helping me at all, this thought. It's always the way you're thinking. It always comes down to that because your thoughts create your feelings. There's another possibility. Maybe it's not the actual number of years, but instead the stage of life. So many things go with the stage of life. It's all intertwined. Being a woman in the middle, you're quite familiar with them. There's the whole empty nest thing. There's the whole menopause thing. There's the whole appearance changing thing. And... Then, of course, there's career boredom, just to name a few. I definitely think that this has something to do with it, too, for me anyway. But another thing always pops into my mind, and I didn't just mention it. It's what I haven't done that I want to do. Immediately, I think of family travel, doing things and going places together as our family unit before the kids get married. 
family time and brother time, too. I have three boys, and I just love watching them just be with each other, you know, when they play bananagrams or they play video games or they argue about some stupid thing, usually about chores or something that somebody's supposed to do to help me out. (laughs) You know how it goes. I don't need to explain that. But I just love their inside jokes, and I just love the way they are together and all those family shenanigans. I don't like to think of it as a bucket list, though. Like when I think about family travel that I still want to take, I definitely don't like to think of it as a bucket list. I don't like that whole bucket list concept. It's like associating what you want to do with death and what you're going to run out of time to do. That totally turns me off. Instead of thinking of emptying a bucket before I die, I prefer to think about filling the bucket while I'm alive. We're going to be diving into that whole topic in an upcoming episode for sure. But what I'm getting at is that this stage of life makes me hyper aware of what I've done and what I haven't done. As a woman in the middle, I'm very aware of time. I'm very aware of my age. Yes, I do forget the actual number sometimes. Now, you guys, please don't laugh at me. Laugh with me, girlfriends. I know I'm a midlife gal. I never forget that I'm a midlife gal, but sometimes I do forget the actual number. Not the week of my birthday, (laughs) but mid-year could be. My clients have also told me this. So why do we forget how old we are in the first place? Is it old age? Is it that there's just too much going on in our minds? Is it denial? I don't think so, but for now... Let's just note this fact that lots of amazing women in the middle forget sometimes, and I know I'm in good company, and I love that. I have to admit that perception about aging is fascinating and weird to me all at the same time. It makes no sense that I would be surprised. I mean, there's evidence everywhere that I must have been around for a while. When I look around, I see things that um, I associate with accomplishment. My kids are in college. I've been married for over 20 years. Obvious signs that I've been around the block, right? I don't think anybody would disagree with that. But somehow there's this disconnect between how old I know I must be and how old I am. Do you relate to this? Do you also occasionally forget how old you are and have to do some quick math on your fingers and toes, maybe? (laughs) Do you find yourself being surprised by your age every now and again? I like to think I don't walk around completely out of it on a regular basis. I like to think of myself as pretty self-aware. I mean, you know, I'm a life coach and everything. (laughs) I do like to think that I have a pretty good handle on my thinking. But I have to tell you, I've been thinking about this. I do actually love being my age. I'm not hung up on it. Menopause has been super kind to me. Well, there were a few angry blips at the beginning and a bit of weight gain. I remember these two moments where my anger was like kooky. It made no sense. Of course, my family was the recipient, probably my husband, maybe my kids. (laughs) And then I only realized it after I realized that I was in um, menopause and my doctor kind of helped me figure it out. And it's like, wow, that really happened. (laughs) But fortunately, that moodiness just happened that time. And there has been a bit of weight gain. But other than that, I'm working on correcting all of that, and I'm sailing through and loving life without worrying about my period. Ugh, I just love not having a period. I'm sure you can relate. Thankfully, my health has also been pretty good. For some strange reason, I do seem to break my share of toes 
I don't know why. And I did have this surprise emergency gallbladder thing that happened a few years ago. That threw me for a loop. But I think the thing that was the biggest surprise was the recent trip to the OBGYN that caused a bit of stress. But overall, I'm pretty good. And these things are, these happenings are in the minority of episodes, at least for now. Like I said, I really do love being a woman in the middle. I love my age, but the more I talk about it and the more I think about it, I am seeing that I might be a little hung up on it than I thought. Maybe not completely hung up, but I do have some ideas about aging that we need to take a look at. So here's what I'm thinking. I definitely have thoughts about what being this age means. And I think that I've been thinking these thoughts for years. I remember going to a Passover Seder. If you don't know what that is, it's like a large holiday gathering. And I remember it was at somebody else's house. And the seat that I got was next to somebody who was noticeably older, like a lot older. And I didn't know her at all. And right away, I thought to myself, oh, I don't know if I'm at the fun part of the table. It was a very long table with tons of people there. And I was thinking, ah, this might be boring. And then the evening progressed, and I started to talk to this woman. In my mind, I thought she was in her 80s. I really don't know how old she was. But I started to talk to her, and I could not believe how fascinating she was. She had just been on a safari. She was wearing this absolutely gorgeous lapis lazuli necklace. I'll never forget it, like big, chunky blue stones. Oh, she was fantastic. And I remember thinking to myself, this was at least 10 years ago. I remember thinking to myself, ooh, bad on me. Look how judgmental I was. I must have thought that somebody older is boring or that somebody older has no good stories or is not doing anything interesting. That was the first time I was kind of on to myself. And then now that I'm in my 50s, I am noticing that I definitely have some thoughts about what being this age means, even though I love being this age. I think it's that I thought I would act older somehow. And there's something about that thought that creates this mind-boggling disbelief about how old I am. So what is going on here? As much as I've accomplished and been through in my life, I still feel like a kid at heart. This is actually an optional thought. The thought is... I still feel like a kid at heart, and this thought makes me feel young. George Bernard Shaw once said, you don't stop laughing when you grow old, you grow old when you stop laughing. And I have to tell you, I love laughing, and it doesn't take much to get me going. I think this quote relates to some of my core thinking about this age. I definitely don't feel 50. I still feel immature at times. I laugh at America's Funniest Videos. I mean... When people fall down or fall off a boat or walk into something, I think it's hilarious, especially when they're trying to get in a boat and the boat moves and they totally fall in the water. Now, I don't think I would laugh at anything like that in real life, but on that show, anything spills and chills completely cracks me up. I'm not too proud of it, but I crack up. Total crack up. In fact, many of the things I found funny when I was a kid, I still find funny. I'm still amused by them. That episode of the Brady Bunch when they were in Hawaii and Peter realizes that there's a tarantula on his chest, that completely cracks me up every time. And if you haven't seen that in a couple of decades, I want you to go back into the land of YouTube and Sam find it and you will laugh out loud every time. 
And when my kids were little, I made sure to show that to them. And we just kept watching it and watching it and imitating Peter. It was just so funny. So yes, I've seen it many times. And I advise you to do that too. (laughs) So I ask you, do people over 50 do that? I don't know. I live in a house full of male energy. There are fart jokes daily, lots of puns, and also plenty of commentary on body parts and smells. What can I say? I find a lot of that funny too. Except at the dinner table, and I'm doing my hardest to try to draw that line, but I think I'm losing that battle. (laughs) Okay, no success. Well, a little bit of success sometimes. Maybe just when we're at other people's houses. (laughs) I don't know. But while there's plenty of evidence that I'm older and wiser in some areas, there's also evidence that my thinking is keeping me young. I love thinking the thought I don't feel 50. I'm choosing to think that. I absolutely love how I feel when I think that. It's so empowering. Thoughts are optional. I really think that this is the thought that's behind my feelings of disbelief about my age. I think I don't feel 50 all the time. I clearly have ideas about what 50 is supposed to feel like, and I put supposed just now in air quotes. I know you couldn't see that, but (laughs) just so you know, I just don't feel that way. It's crazy, right? When I think I don't feel 50, it creates feelings and an ultimate outcome that proves my thought that I don't feel 50. As I mentioned in episode two, I use a tool called the model to help understand how your thinking affects your life, how it affects your experiences. So let's take a quick look at this whole feeling 50 thing. In the model, you start with a neutral fact called a circumstance. Age is a perfect circumstance. Your age is neutral. It's just an innocent little number. That's all it is. It's like when you get on the scale. That number that you see is innocent. It's just a number. That's all it is. But it's what we think about that number that is what creates the problem. What thought pops into your mind about your age, about your little innocent neutral number? This sentence in your mind is a thought. Now, notice how you feel. That thought creates a feeling. Feelings drive your behavior, so notice what feeling that way makes you do or not do. If you feel sad or empty or depressed, your behavior is driven by these feelings. For me, my thought That I don't feel 50 is positive and creates all kinds of action. I do things, I try things, I plan things without thinking twice about my age. I believe it's the number one reason why I don't feel my age. I really do. Well, not when it comes to skiing, though. I don't feel as positive about trying new things when it comes to skiing. But in general, in my everyday life, I definitely feel this way. So the thing is, behavior creates your results. And it's your thinking that starts everything because your results ultimately prove your thoughts. If you have a result that you're not happy with about your ability in this phase of your life, you got to check your thinking. We like to say that it's amazing to have good mental hygiene, that you got to have good mental hygiene. And the way you have it is you clean up your thoughts. So you got to be aware of them and you got to take action and change the thoughts that are not serving you, that are not working for you. Here's another example. Let's say you're thinking, I'm too old to try that. Has that happened to you? This is one of the thoughts that totally got in my way when I was stuck at my long-term job of 19 years. I thought 
that I was just too old to start a new career. I thought that I was too old to even change jobs. And I noticed that I was feeling a lot of fear when I was trying to do some brainstorming about what I should do. It took me a while to nail down the thought because I just couldn't believe that I was thinking it, but I was. So it's one of those old thoughts that I'd been thinking for a long time that got all mucked up and and created this bad mental hygiene for me and created a lot of fear. And I ended up in this job for five years being very stuck and confused about moving on. So when you think that you're just too old to try that, you probably feel tired, maybe incapable, and then your behavior reflects that. Your result? Well, you don't try it, which totally proves your thought. So what can you do? The best way to change how you feel is to change how you think. Remember, your thoughts create your feelings. Instead of thinking, I'm too old to try that, you could think, I could be wrong that I'm too old to try that. Consider that. I'm too old to try that. Or, I could be wrong that I'm too old to try that. Notice the difference between how you feel when you think the first thought, I'm too old to try that, versus the slight tweak of thinking the second thought, I could be wrong that I'm too old to try that. There's a huge difference. And it's really, I'm too old creates this stop or resistance. Whereas that slight tweak, I could be wrong that I'm too old, opens up the possibility. Just really notice that. Here's another one. Something like, I'm open to the idea that I'm not too old to try that. Better, right? Like, you're just more open You're leaning into it. You're just more open to the possibility. Your actions and result will be completely different and will ultimately prove your new thought. Like magic. Well, maybe not complete magic, but it's amazing how this works. It's just amazing how quickly you can take control of your emotional world. As women in the middle, it's up to us to decide how we want to define our age. Here are some concrete tips to get a better handle on it. First, notice your thoughts about your age. They might surprise you like they surprised me. Your thoughts might be on autopilot to the point that you think they're factual, that you think that they're just what they are, period. Second, question your thoughts and beliefs about your age. Ask yourself why you think that. What are you making that innocent little neutral number mean? Your answers will be fascinating. Third, write your thoughts down. In coaching, I like to call this a thought download. This thought download is a tool that I learned from the Life Coach School, and it's just amazing. Just write it down. It's basically a brain dump. It's just a brain dump. You can take a few minutes and write down everything you think about your age. When you see it all there on paper, take a close look at some of the sentences your thoughts, and ask yourself why you think them. You really have to question yourself. Just ask yourself why. What am I making that mean? Once you see it all written down, it's much easier to take it all in and get that perspective. Fourth, notice how your thoughts make you feel. If you see the way you're thinking about your age isn't serving you, 
it's not working for you, you know now that you can do something about it. Finally, make sure you're making a choice about what you're thinking so you create the feeling you want to feel in your life about how old you are. Remember, age really is just a number. It's neutral. The more you understand about how your thinking creates your feelings, the more you can decide on purpose how you want to feel about being a woman in the middle. I'm happy to tell you that with practice, we can all get way better at seeing what's going on up there without our permission. That's it for episode three. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, make sure to subscribe so you don't miss anything. I would love to hear what you thought too, so how about leaving me a review on iTunes? I know it's a bit of extra effort, but there's a reward. First, you'll know deep in your heart that you made this midlife gal smile. Also, I'll be doing a draw over the next few weeks for 10 lucky reviewers to win a free hour of coaching. Just go to womeninthemiddlepodcast.com forward slash iTunes for totally simple instructions for how to leave your iTunes review. And good luck. You might be the lucky winner of some free coaching. Thanks for listening to this episode of Women in the Middle. If you liked what you heard and want more, head over to womeninthemiddlepodcast.com slash guide to download a free actionable guide that will help you break out of your midlife funk and start living the life you want.